Hi, March Money. Welcome back from the holidays. I know most of you are probably still on vacation and we got New Year's coming up, but we decided to squeeze in a, a live here with uh, Jacob Bates. So welcome, Jacob. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on tonight. Yeah, it's fun. It, it goes perfectly because um, at the beginning of the month, I was saying how like in December, so many people just kind of like give up on work all of December. So I'm like, I'm kind of happy that we're, we're preach or uh, like acting how we preach. What's the word? Like doing what we say. <laughs> Where It's like we actually practicing what you preach. Practicing what you preach. Thank you. Um, by uh, still doing a webinar right in, in between the Christmas, New Year's thing. Um, but yeah, we, we had a, we had a great Christmas. How about you? Did you have good holidays? Yeah, it was good. It was fun. Um, yeah, most people do start slacking off, like yeah. come like that when like merch and KDP start, like the sales start slowing down. I, mm -hmm. I saw so many posts over the last few weeks, like, Oh, why is, you know, why are my sales so low? And it's like, yeah. well, your product aren't, you're, they aren't going to arrive before Christmas. So right. uh, there's always going to be that drop off. And then people see, start to see that drop off and they're just like, huh. I'm done with it. You know, I, yeah. I'll focus on this later and then later never comes or they don't start back until August of next year. Momentum is such a real thing. Like there's been a few times like, well, during this whole pandemic this year, there was definitely a couple of times where uh, Christina was dealing with her mom being sick and then now with herself being sick and I was dealing with my own stuff and we would take like a month or two break. And it's like when you try to come back from that, it's so hard. So it's better if you can keep some level. Yeah, of even if it's just, you know, working. trickling it in, you know, yes. do research one day, yes. take a day break, do some designs. Just you don't have to be going, you know, crazy every single day, but right. you can't just you don't just want to stop. Yes. So well, we want to welcome everybody from watching. You guys are awesome. I see lots of people logging in. So thank you guys. Teresa's here. Laura from the UK. So you're up late. What time is it there? Or 1 a.m. <laughs> or up early. She has been working so hard. She delivers mail in the UK. And it's just as crazy there as here, which is so many packages and letters and all that stuff i so. saw a picture i was uh, getting upset because one of my wife's christmas gifts still isn't here and i ordered yeah. it in november and it's just been sitting and sitting and sitting and i was getting so mad at like how isn't this here yet and then i saw a postal uh, the usps facility and i can't be mad like as soon as yeah. i saw a picture of the inside one of them i was just like i can understand the delays yep so yeah so Welcome everybody. And I was talking to Jacob beforehand. Um, I've known Jacob for a long time, like through the groups and everything. So I felt like I already knew everything, but then I was like, man, there's, I really need to catch up. So we'll, we'll all catch up <laughs> every year. Like we all keep growing and learning and, and you've been up to a lot of stuff. So, um, it's fun. Where do you want to begin? I yeah. guess for, Let's start just a, a brief introduction of you for anybody who's never met you before, just in case. Um, so how did you get into KDP and all of that? So I started with merch uh, back in, what was that, early 2016, like February 2016, and I was going about it. And I actually had a coaching student who he wasn't showing up for calls. And I was like, like, dude, where are you? Like, you signed up for this. I'm here. Where are you at? And He's like, oh, I need to focus on LCB. He kept just telling me, I need to focus on LCB. And one day I asked him, I was like, what is LCB? And he's like, oh, it's low content books. And I was like, 
what what do you mean by that? And so he was like, oh, it's like journals and planners and you can basically make whatever you want. It's through at the time create space. So I started dabbling with it and I became extremely addicted to it compared to merch because at the end of the day, a T-shirt's a T-shirt. But mm -hmm. with KDP, you can literally make whatever you want, um, yeah. you know, from planners and uh, coloring books, activity books, puzzle books, whatever it might be. If you can think of it, you can create it as long as, you know, you're not trying to put a Nike logo on the cover, of course. I, I just have to show this comment real quick. Thank you so much, Melissa. She said, gave a thumbs up and commenting to help the algorithm. That is so thoughtful. And guys, please like comment subscribe all of that i literally never say it i'm just i don't know someday i'll become a youtuber but it hasn't happened yet it's okay <laughs> so, i'm horrible about that on youtube as well it's yeah. like i'll end the recording and it's like i probably should have tell told people to leave a thumbs up and hit yeah. the subscribe button and i always fail to do it yeah and I, it always feels dumb saying it like why should you say it but it's like i literally have liked videos when people say that like it reminds you yes <laughs> so it, I, really I couldn't should. tell you how many times I've subscribed to people on YouTube or when like the Facebook you. page. Yeah, because it's like, oh, I really like their content. YouTube does really well at recommending, you know, their algorithm works really well over there. And mm -hmm. so they'll keep feeding, you know, these whatever channel it is content at me. And then, you know, they say one day like, oh, you know, 70% of you guys aren't subscribed to the channel. It's like, oh, well, I'll subscribe. You know, it doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. It's not going to. And I think with our name, it's, since it's merch money, it's so easy to just type in. So a lot of people just type it in and, rather than subscribe. So guys, if you're one of those people, please subscribe. <laughs> but anyway, back to back to you. So I remember that when you were doing merch and then uh, started doing more and more with KDP, I was learning about KDP at the. Um, it's interesting because I started with FBA, but I was listening in the background to merch and KDP and all of that. Um, so I, anyway, I eventually got into KDP, but really only this year, like before that I was mostly focused on merch. Did you so, take the challenge with me, Barton and Neil? Were you in that one? I wasn't sure if you were. I don't think so. No. Okay. So, cause yeah, we did the free challenge. Um, mm -hmm. And that went over really well. And it's always funny to see because you see, you know, when you're live every time, you see the people showing up. So the live or the challenge had, let's just say, over a thousand people that signed up for it. Cool. Awesome. First day, you know, 350 people showed up, which is great. Uh, second day, 320 people showed up. And then by wow. the, you know, the 14th day, it's like, 84 people were there and those people you see are still the ones that are pushing and you know doing well and seeing their sales grow and it's just it's always fun to see the growth that people take throughout oh, that is, um, you know so so fun to see everybody's growth and i have to uh show my mom is watching so thank you mom usually it's my dad that's posting the comments so thank you mom this time and guys if you need a uh, house in new jersey my mom's an awesome real estate agent <laughs> Let's see here, um, Teresa. I believe that is Teresa, right? I'm I'm judging off three the profile. On the road. Yes, it's Teresa. I thought so, based on the profile picture. It's I was, in the, was challenge. in the challenge. Yeah. Yep. So that's awesome. But no, I just uh, I sit back. I focus a lot on KDP um, and trying to provide you know halfway decent content for people that people can absorb and hopefully use. You know, there's people that don't like the way you know I teach, don't like the way I say things, don't like the way I sound, whatever. And it's just like okay, don't. You know, it's not going to hurt my feelings if you don't listen or follow me. But if you can find any of the information I have useful, then use it. Awesome. And people do like Jacob. So that is uh, 
probably few and far between those people. I like Laura's comment where she's saying, I ran out of podcasts to listen to on my delivery. <laughs> we got to start doing like several a day so that Laura has more to listen to. Um, yes, they can run podcasts go by quick. I was looking at my YouTube yeah. uh, stats because I'm a YouTube premium uh, member and they'll give you your stats. And let me see, I'm going to pull it up here. Time watched. Okay. So in under two years, I signed up for YouTube premium. Um, oh, where is it? Oh, it's not showing all time. It goes so I have it playing like all day. I do the uh, YouTube uh, watch later. And yeah, it goes fast. Okay, so I've been a YouTube premium member for under two years. I've watched over three or listened to over 3000 hours in wow. two years. I believe so it. I do the same thing. I just throw it on and it just plays all day long while I'm sitting in here. Yeah. You, so, you can't just sit by yourself in silence. Like, I mean, maybe for a little while, but not all day. It depends what I'm doing. If it's like keywords, if it's, um, you know, writing my listings, I usually do it silent uh, in the mm -hmm. silence just because it's hard to focus and making sure, you know, is does my description read properly when there's right, someone right. talking in your ear or, you know, designing podcasts is on if I'm researching podcasts is on, but listing information um, description, keywords, all of that. I am usually off in a silence world. Yeah. Um, Brad's asking, how is Christina? Christina, um, for, I think everybody knows, but for anybody who's uh, here from Jacob and might not know, Christina is my partner at Merge Money. And she uh, recently found out she has breast cancer. Um, she had a surgery that went well. And then she had the uh, port put in, I think today, actually. Um, so she's recovering from that, but so far everything's going how it's supposed to be going and everything is, um, she's has good doctors and all of that. So it's a long road. So she's not like better yet, <laughs> but she's, um, on the right track. And, um, I think it, I think her, uh, like the first six months is the most intense. And then after that, it goes on for like all the way till 2022, but it's a lot like, most of the medications go away and it's less. So the next six months are going to be really rough for her. It's so terrible. Continue to pray, continue yes. to uh, send her nice messages and all of that. So Ashley, this is an answer. This is a question I usually don't answer like publicly. Uh, let's yeah. just say at, on December 10th, I had three books under 10,000 uh, BSR. So yeah. those were definitely my best books ever. I'm like, I've never had anything under 10,000 in KDP before this Q4. So I've been in this since what? Oh, that's a good thing to bring up the, uh, so it's what he's talking about with 10,000, you're talking about the BSRs, right? So bestseller yes. rank. Um, so for Amazon, I used to do FBA. So there's lots of different product categories and every product category, the BSRs are different because it goes based on how many products are in that category. So 10,000 you know, might not be a super low number in some categories, but in books, I mean, there are so many books that being under 10,000 in books is like, yeah, anything know, being under, like under a hundred in shirts or something like it yeah, is I mean, anything low. under like, I want to say a hundred and probably 15,000 is probably selling at least once a day. Anything under 50,000 is selling between probably five and 10 a day, if I had to guess. And like you said, it varies. Because there's so every many time books. someone's putting a new book up, I mean, it's just so many new books every day. Yeah, it's so. crazy because there's books I put up long, long, long ago that still sell periodically. Um, yeah. 
And it's like, I can't believe I look back. It's like that book was hideous. I can't, I can't believe that even ever sold. And then there's yeah. other ones that like sold once. And then you go and look at the BSR and it's like 14 million or 18. It's just, it's crazy how many books are truly out there because not only are there people like, you know, myself publishing journals, but then it's all of the books. So every author out there that has a book on Amazon, you're competing against whether you realize it or not. Yeah. So let's, let's go um, back to, back to the topics. So you, you started learning about KDP you uh, from training that one person. Yep. And then um, you, you did the KDP challenge and then catch us up since there. So I knew you were doing a lot with KDP and all of that, but now you have like your own you, page planet. Tell us about page yep. planet. So I was getting really tired of basically people having very stingy um, rules with what people could and couldn't do with their interiors. So I was like, I'm going to, you know, make something that me and my business partner and I, we're going to make something that people can get interiors every month for cheap and basically have what do whatever they want with them. So you want to upload them as is upload them as is you want to change them and sell them on KDP, change them and sell them. You want to sell them as printables on Etsy, go right ahead. Just, you know, make some, some alterations or alterations first before you upload them because you don't want to, you know, upload the same interior everyone else is uploading to Etsy. So you can easily change fonts and colors and layouts, whatever it might be. And you get the PowerPoint, you get the InDesign file, you get the PDF, um, and you also get Microsoft Doc, um, so document file as well. So you can edit the documents or the interiors and basically any program that you want. Like myself, if someone gave me an InDesign file, I would have no idea how to use it. You know, I'd probably <laughs> sit there for a few hours just kind of staring at the screen um, because Photoshop, it's an Adobe product, but I'm used to, or yeah, InDesign is an Adobe product and I'm used to Photoshop. So like yeah. when I go over to InDesign, if I go over to Illustrator, I feel like I'm lost. Um, but then that's why we offer the PowerPoint because you can easily open those up and edit them in something like PowerPoint or, you know, it's just a lot more user friendly for someone just starting out. Um, we were talking before the show and I said, I should probably start learning in design. Um, but for time and everything I haven't. Yeah. So I, I think one good thing about that, it's like when in the beginning, like at least for me, I was intimidated, intimidated to start KDP because I was used to just doing merch where you just upload a design and you're done. But with KDP, it's like you've got to upload a design for the cover of the book and then you have to do the interior and it's just like a couple more steps. The good thing about having it be a couple more steps is that you're not like they're all unique. It's not like a t-shirt where it's just like you were saying, like a t-shirt is a t-shirt. Like with the book, there's so much more you can do with it, so much more in depth. Um, so um, but what with you doing something like this, it helps people get started because it's like yes. sometimes it's just that like mental block or I don't know what you want to call it where you're just like, oh, that's too much work. But if you can get like a starting point, like a file to kind of work with, it kind of makes it less intimidating where like, I okay, I can do this. I couldn't tell you how many interiors I've turned, you know, I'll have, I'll get an interior before, like, you know, before we had des our designers and everything, I would get an interior and then it's like, well, I want to change this. And I'd sit there and fight to change it because it was just a basic PDF and we could, you couldn't really edit it. And mm -hmm. so I couldn't tell you how long I fought with interiors for, and you know, with KDP, it's like, sure, there, are, there's a good bit of people doing it. You know, I'm not going to lie and say, oh, it's a wide open market. Anyone can do it. 
no, I mean, if you try to upload a lined composition notebook, you're going to struggle unless you're running some really, you know, beefy AMS ads at it. Otherwise, you're going to probably struggle with all you upload is line notebooks. But then you start getting into like custom log books and custom um, activity books and puzzle books, all those different types of things. And well, you can start finding areas that have literally zero competition or five people in competition. That's perfect and segue. I'm like, sorry to interrupt, but I was just going to say how so so that's Getting an interior is kind of like a way to help you ease into it. But how do you know what categories to do and what what um, things will do well? So you're very good with research, very good with keywords. So tell us a little bit about that. Like, how do you find um, what niches are doing well? So a lot of times I actually look in toys. Uh, believe it or not, oh. I start looking in toys to kind of see. Obviously, you can't do Paw Patrol or... Um, bubble gub i'm just trying to think of kids tv shows you can't do stuff <laughs> like that but you can start finding like i've found some activity books that were doing really well and it was because of a toy i found it was a type of marker it was a special type of marker and i was like oh let's let's go see what type of books go along with this marker so i started looking and i was like wait there's like nothing here and then or it's like dot to dots i was on amazon one day looking through and there was like a pack of um there was like dot to dots uh word it was like a travel pack and it was like dot to dot books coloring books uh word searches crossword puzzles and then it had like some bingo cards like car bingo and i was like let's go look at dot to dot i've done word searches i've done crossword puzzles i've done sudoku mm -hmm. i've done you know all these different things let's go look at dot to dot and i'm like wow there's you know sure you look at your popular things unicorns dinosaurs anything you look in at unicorn dinosaurs, there's going to be a ton of competition, but then you start looking around. It's like, there's none for, you know, specific dog breeds or, you know, there's well, that's a really good, good topic to bring up. Cause I think what a lot of people do is they look at other KDP books or they look at other merch shirts and it's like, no, think about who is buying this. So yes. for you, you're talking about kids are going to buy this. So look at toys, like what toys are they buying? And like learn more what, what kids are interested in. Um, but for, for other people, it depends on the niche. Like if it's about, um, I don't know, some kind of log book to keep track of, I don't know, finances or anything, you would want to look at that industry or that niche and what are people searching for? What are they into? What's the new thing? Um, so I think, I think that's a very good point because if you're only looking at KDP books, you're competing with what's already there instead of bringing something new. Yes. And that's always, I always, I like to try to be first to market. So like if you're looking at a coloring book and you come across the niche, let's just say sloths. Okay. There's a ton of sloth ones, but right. am I able to share my screen? Yes. Okay. One second here. I'll start sharing. My yeah, yeah, I'm so glad you want to share your screen because. Guys, Jacob is so good with all this stuff. And I mentioned in, in one of the posts about Helium 10, I learned about that from Jacob. Um, I listened to a little bit today and I'm like, yep, I credited him <laughs> with it. All righty, there we go. So um, you should be able to see my screen here. Um, yeah. And then like, if we go ahead and type in, I don't know, uh, sloth coloring book, okay? There's going to be, it's showing only 842 results. That seems a little low. 
So let's go down to page three because Amazon isn't going to load all of your, you know, it won't tell you there's, you know, 10,000 usually right from the start because they don't want to overwhelm their buyers. So then if you go usually to page three, it'll populate, you know, the rest of the results. So if I had to guess, once we get to page three here, that number will go up. I could be wrong, but let's see. Yeah. Over 7,000 results now. So I knew under a thousand was wrong there. Yeah. And you, and you keep coming down through here and you can see sloth coloring books for kids. Um, you know, I mean, there's just everything in here. Well, then if we change this from coloring book, it's like, okay, what's, what's a fun type of book? Well, we talked dot to dot book and let's see if anything comes back now. So we're down to 439, but we need to go to the third page. And let's see here, that should drop from 7,000. Yeah, so we went from over 7,000 results to over 1,000. And I bet if we put parentheses in here to bring back only exact matches, that will plummet even further. As you can see, we're down to 104 at this point. So this is something like I didn't plan to say sloth coloring book. This um, this webinar like wasn't planned. So this is just kind of something I thought of as we were sitting here. And something like this, you might say, man, 104, it still seems like a lot of people I'm competing against. Sure, it is. But when you start coming down through here, you know, these are poster games, you know, no one's going to pay $20. As you can see, rank not found. So it's never been sold. But no one's going to buy, you know, this poster for $20. And this isn't any true competition for you. So looking at this page here, out of the first eight results, only one of them here are relevant. So you could immediately drop this number down to 97 people you're competing against. Truly, you're going to outrank these people very easily, as long as you do your keywords correctly, because you're going to be more relevant to the customer. That's all Amazon is, is they want the best buying experience for a customer. Um, and, then, and then also if you're more unique, so for, for shirts, I mean, you can only do the, whatever the design is on the shirt, but for books, the interior is a big deal. So, so out of those ones, um, whoa, you know, you would probably be able to do something more interesting for the interior. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, even looking through here, like right here is a sloth book. I, this cover is horrible. Okay. If we take a look at this cover and if this is your book, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but we take a look at the cover here and this is. I mean, this is pretty horrible. Um, I mean, if we look at any other, let's just do, we're going to do unicorn here just so we get back a ton of results. If you look at the style, you know, this is probably going to be for kids. Okay. You start looking at the style across other just niches and say, okay, do any of these, you know, styles match this? Not at all. You know, this is a very yeah. different style. It's actually very dull. There's not very many colors in here. I would do something a lot more fun, like we saw with the sloth coloring books. Mm -hmm. And then we start actually coming down through here. And, you know, the interior pages aren't bad looking. Um, super, these are super easy to make. Uh, samples, I would never do samples on the back with three different size pages. It just, it does not look like it's, you know, it does just does not look clean at yeah. all. Um, the back cover is a very weird color as well. In my opinion, for a kid, I'm assuming this is probably for, yeah. So for kids, uh, for kids. So just, this is not, and to me out of all of the books I've looked at, this just is not an appealing cover. And right. we look down through here. Let's see. It's 62 pages. If I had to guess, they're probably they're probably doing single sided. I could be wrong. So, you know, 30, let's say 30 
different pages here. Yeah, 30 fun sloths dot to dot pages. So when you start looking down through here, it's like, man, I could create one with 45 images in it. Would not be that difficult to do. And I know I could create a better cover than this. Let's go enter it. People love sloths. People love llamas. And that's just kind of how I start breaking it down. Now, if we had more competition here, I would come back through time. And this is a free extension here from Helium 10. If you create a free account, you can get this BSR tool. It'll show you the BSR over time, price changes, it keeps track of all that. So then you know, okay, does this niche do well long-term? Well, as we can see here, this book didn't go up until, or didn't get its first sale until November 30th of this year. And it has sold a few times. Every time you see a drop here in this chart, it's a sale. So like right here on the 11th and 10th, it sold. Uh, and then going into the 11th, it sold. And then since December 11th, it does not appear to have another sale. So it's just going to keep climbing in BSR. And as you can see, it's already sitting at 1.6 million BSR. Yeah. So this is kind of how I judge things. If we go back to Sloth Coloring Book to see, okay, let's make sure there's long-term interest here because I'm not going to do something that's going to you know, only be trendy for a week or two. I'm not gonna invest my time into something like that. But let's go back and look at some other sloth coloring books, see if we can find one for kids here. Like these ones, these are all a little bit, you know. More professional looking. One says for six to 12, um, but like this one here, this one, this one, these are going to be way too busy for kids. Okay. Well, for young kids, the markets that I like to hit. So we take this one here has 31 reviews. It's been up for a while, has been up for what, six months now, seven months. And we look back all time at its BSR, its highest point it's hit after its first sale was, let's see, what is that? 813,000. Okay. So long-term, this book has done really well. You can see the drop here during, you know, the peak of Q4. It got down here really low. Let's take a look. It's gotten down really low all the way down to what, 33,000. So this book was selling, you know, numerous, numerous times a day. So this right here shows, okay, there's long-term interest for kids for sloths. Okay. We know coloring books do well. You can see that if you look at dot to dot books do well on Amazon. Okay. We know sloths do well. We know dot to dot books do well. Let's blend them together and, you know, try to hit these marks that these people are on here. Perfect. Okay. So yeah, that, that's a good point to bring up about, um, first of all, just looking at all of that. Cause I think a lot of people, they just, throw something up and don't do any of that back end research to see like, is this a temporary thing? Is it something that sells all year? Um, and that is free. So that's good to point out too. Yeah. It's, it's like going through what I just showed right there. That's fun to me. You know, it's, yeah. it's fun to find like those honey pots in those areas. Like I haven't looked at sloth dot to dots before today, or I actually haven't really done many, almost anything sloth related just because it is very saturated from, um, you know, like from merch by Amazon side of things, there's a ton of sloth shirts. If you look at just KDP, just notebooks, low content books, coloring books, there's a ton of sloth stuff. So it was actually kind of cool. And it's good that worked out for us that, you know, Hey, you probably could go create a sloth, a good looking sloth, uh, dot to dot book. And it would probably do well. Yeah. And guys, I am seeing some questions, so we'll get to as many as we can. And, um, yes, Brad, uh, Jacob will be happy to answer questions, I'm sure. <laughs> so go feel free to ask your questions. Um, Ashley had a question. Do you recommend coming up with new niches? 
it's hard to come up with new. You know, it's it's almost impossible to come up with new. Okay, if you look anywhere, any KDP book, there's probably going to be something at some point in one of those niches. Now you can translate it to a different type of book, kind of like we did there. There was only the one sloth dot to dot book. So right there, you can combine things like I just showed. You can, you know, take something, a niche that's doing well and combine it with a type of book that does well, combine them together. And odds are you're going to do well, especially with animals like sloths, llamas, um, dogs, cats, all of those things. They do very, very well on Amazon. Um, yeah. And the combining thing can be combining also with different seasons and things like that. Like, you know, put a Christmas spin on it or put a Easter Halloween, whatever, some kind of spin on it. So there's lots of different ways to combine or slightly change it. You just need to make sure you have some words that people are actually searching. Cause other, like if it's completely new or nobody's searching those words, it's not, you're not gonna be able to sell it. But as long as it's something people are searching, you can, you can make it unique. Yes. And especially if you are the only one in there. Okay. And you start seeing like, okay, this book's doing okay, but I want to reach more people. And you know, people are interested in sloth coloring books. Well, you can start running AMS ads. You're going to probably be one of the very few in there. So they're going to be dirt cheap um, for you to run those ads too. Now, again, you go back to unicorn coloring book. Well, you're going to be dealing with a lot of really big players, you know, like highlights. That's a really big kids um, book brand. They make activity books and learning books and stuff. Well, if they're running ads, you're probably going to lose. Okay. They have multiple millions, I'm sure set aside for marketing budgets. Okay. Yeah. Don't try to compete with highlight. You're going <laughs> to lose now. You know, you can win long-term organically, but don't try to beat them on ad spend. Okay. You will lose um, because they have such, you know, when I start seeing a lot of publishers, FBA books, merchant fulfilled books and search results, it's like, I know these people have a lot bigger of a profit margin for us because at like six ninety nine, okay, a hundred page count book, let's say your royalty is only two dollars and four cents. Well, if Highlights is selling a book for six ninety nine, that book probably got printed for seventy five cents to a dollar max. So you know they have five six dollars that they have in their budget to turn a profit. Sure, Amazon has their little bit of fees they're going to take and whatnot, and shipping and all of those different logistics. But still, at the end of the day, they have four dollars, let's say, per book after costs and everything of profit that they can force back into ads to make it start selling. Yep, good point. Um, and should we should we introduce your nephew behind you? <laughs> No, he's, I think he's back there riding. He probably has headphones in. He's riding well oh, okay. right now. So. If anybody sees people moving back there, it's Jacob's nephew. Because I was asking, I'm like, wait, do you have kids? I didn't no. know. No, no, no. <laughs> um, none here for me. But Teresa, helium 10 is so ex expensive. It is. Um, you know, we're not going to get really in depth with KDP today or with helium today because I could go on for hours with it. Um, but what I just showed that extension, if you go to their site and create a free account, that extension's free. Okay. So basically it's a lead magnet forum. That's what it comes down to. It's a lead magnet. They want to get your email. They want you to create an account with them. So hopefully at some point you sign up, but um, you can never sign up for a paid account and always use that um, extension. And it's great. I mean, it, yeah. it helped me so much. And guys, you never have to pay for anything. If you don't want to, you could do all of this no. for free. Everything could be free. The, the reason that we bring up stuff is just so that you're aware. 
Um, and the reason people want the best tools is because they really want to try to be on page one. Like if you can get on page one, then you would make way more money than however much the tool costs. So yes. once you've been doing KDP for a while or merge for a while, I mean, wait till you have made money from it. You know, once you've made money from it, then it's time to try out some of these things because the difference between being on page 10 and being on page one is so different. Oh, it's, it's drastic. It's, it's, uh, it's mind boggling the difference because I mean, even myself, like I'll be laying in bed at night on, you know, Amazon, just scrolling through, looking at the daily deals, seeing if there's anything I could waste my money on that I shouldn't. <laughs> and, but there's so many times that I rarely go past page one, maybe two or three, you know, if it's something very in particular I'm looking for, I might go deeper, but just from like a consumer standpoint, yeah, I don't go that deep. You know, unless it's something particular I'm looking for or something, you know, I mean, I know exactly what I'm looking for, you know, then I'll keep going until I find it. Um, so it just, it kind of depends what it's for, but from the consumer standpoint, yeah, if you're on page one, two or three, you're going to be, you know, crushing it compared to if you're on page 18. Right. So, all right. What else? Um, Let's see here. Ashley, I use keyword sheeter for free. Just copy paste results instead of paying for a download, uh, downloaded spreadsheet. I've never heard of that one before. Jacob, so how much do you recommend to copy the listings keywords? Well, you can't necessarily copy their keywords. Okay. I mean, you can look at their title, subtitle, and title, never copy those. Okay. You can see what keywords they're using in their subtitle and stuff and kind of format your title around those if you, you know, you do come to find like, hey, this keyword is getting traffic and it is getting searches um, and there's low competition here, use those keywords. And then like you could use Helium or BookBolt, for example, has the reverse ASIN search tool, which will show you what the book is ranking for. Um, so then you can kind of say, okay, this successful book here is ranking for these things. And you can kind of start to calculate like, okay, where's their traffic coming from? Okay, because if you find something that's getting you know, 10,000 searches a month with only 118 competitors and they're ranking for that, odds are they're making sales for that, you know, as long as they're ranking page one, page two. And then you find something that is, you know, uh, 10,000 competing products, but only 100 searches a month, odds are you're probably not getting many sales or traffic from that. So I kind of combed through everything and said, okay, where am I going to get the most search volume with the lowest competition? Um, and still be relevant. You know, don't start throwing words in there because it's like, oh, this is getting a lot of search volume. I wanted to keep it relevant. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um. Let's see here, Jacob. So you do gag books. Um, not really. I have a brand that has a few like jokes, um, some like adult jokes on them and whatnot. And they sell here and there, but um, for the most part, no, I stay away from them. Uh, there's some really funny coloring books out there, like the farting animals one. Um, yeah. That one is super popular. There's also the pooping animal one now. I'm waiting for more people to start doing the burping ones. I don't, I haven't looked in a while, but last I checked, there were no burping animal coloring books. Um, but the <laughs> farting and the pooping were doing really well. But like you could do those type of gag books, but just like you know, line notebooks with funny sayings on the cover. No, not really. <laughs> So, all right. So we talked about research. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything more with research. 
there's research on Amazon. Do you also do research? Um, I don't know, like Pinterest or Etsy or some other places. I um, used to, when I used to do line notebooks, I actually used to look at mugs a lot. Okay. Like when I was doing just like simple, funny notebooks at the very beginning, I was getting a lot of ideas from Pinterest and mugs because mm -hmm. there's some really funny mugs out there. Yeah. And it's like, obviously if it says, you know, this is dad's coffee cup or coffee mug, you're not going to put that on a cover. But if it's going to be something like, um, you know, I can't even think of anything at the moment, but there's some really, really funny coffee mugs out there. And most people are don't think to look at coffee mugs for stuff like that, but there's some real characters out there creating coffee mugs for people. Yeah. That's so, a good one. Coffee mugs. Um, and I think that's a, another good tip is that sometimes you don't have to look at the same products. You don't have to necessarily look at books. You could look at shirts or you could look at mugs or you could look at, um, uh, like Hallmark cards or something like yes, I've gotten um, a lot of good idea from Hallmark cards as well. I'm yeah. just looking, you know, go to target, go through the card section and look there like, okay, what's trending. Obviously you're going to see Spider-Man and all of yeah. those things in the kids section. I focus mainly on kids stuff. It's just mm -hmm. it's easier for me. It's what I enjoy doing. Um, but you know, what type of cards are there? Um, what type of things are you seeing? What type of fonts are on there? What type of colors do you see? You know, usually it's going to be vibrant, big, bold letters. Um, and you can learn from that. Yeah. No, Brad, we're not talking about selling coffee mugs. We're saying looking at coffee mugs. So you look at the coffee mug to see what, what the colors are, what the, what the sayings are, what, you know, what is doing well there. And then you can take those concepts for either t-shirts or books or, yeah, I mean, there's just there's so many places to get idea. I mean, yeah. we, we could hop on Bookbolt right now and we could start coming up with ideas. We could, you know, go on Instagram. We could go on Pinterest. We could go on Facebook. I mean, you can look everywhere and find ideas. Yeah, exactly. Um, ideas are everywhere. It's just a matter of uh, making sure that you can get ranked so that people see what you created. Let's see mm -hmm. here. Ashley, I've read on Facebook stories that KDP doesn't like slightly differentiated books like paid interiors. Um, is this a thing? So I actually wrote an article on this uh, not that long ago. Helen, if you don't mind, I will yes, drop it. it in the comments. Um, and it was literally called using the same interior twice on Kindle Direct Publishing. I saw and that it, in your blog. And it talks about, let's see, let me get over to YouTube so I can drop that in the comments there. Yeah, I don't know why the comments don't work on StreamYard. I still haven't figured that out. Sometimes it, it does, I guess. But it just talks about, um, you know, when and when you, sh like when you can and when you should not use the same interior. Because, yeah, KDP, you know, just like merch, they don't want someone uploading the same exact design you know, 50,000 times to their account. It does no good. It brings no value yeah. to the customer. Okay. Again, Amazon wants the best customer experience. Yeah. So I wrote an article here, certain things, certain, um, you know, certain niches and stuff. It's like, okay, we could easily test this interior with, you know, for, for males, for females, for moms, for dads. And, and when you look at those things, your style is going to be different. Like even, you know, what I would be interested in, let's say a daily planner versus how Helen would want her daily planner to look probably would be two completely different things, two completely different usage. Um, or like log books. If you look at a log book for, I don't know, a mechanic. Okay. 
well, a mechanic for cars versus semis versus, you know, ATVs and dirt bikes and you know, all these different things, they're going to have drastic, you know, different needs. So at times, yes, it's fine to use the same um, interior. It's fine to go about it and um, test the different markets with it, but don't upload the same interior uh, 5,000 times. It's, it's going to do you no good. Yeah. And somebody was asking about Jungle Scout. Um, so all of these kind of tools like Jungle Scout, Helium 10, they were designed more for FBA and private label and like that side of Amazon. Um, we just, all of the different sides of Amazon overlap over time. Um, so Jungle Scout, I haven't tried to use with merch. Have you? Have you tried? No, I've been a big fan of Helium for a long time. So. Yeah. I think um, you would just have to try it and see. I haven't ever tried it for merch. I've heard good things about it. I, I heard about it when I was um, doing FBA. So I have nothing against it. I just haven't personally tried it. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's not like it's a, oh, I don't like Jungle Scout. It's just, you know, between BookBolt, Helium 10, and using Amazon directly, it's like I don't need another tool. It's, I just, I don't see a need for it now. Maybe if I was in FBA, because again, helium 10 jungle scout, a lot of these tools are meant for FBA. So FBA has been around longer. Sorry, but I was just going to say FBA has been around longer. So sometimes it's nice to go to the conferences. Like I went to a lot of FBA con conferences back when we could actually go to conferences um, because they tend to be a little ahead of everyone in merch because they've been selling on Amazon for years, like, you know, 10, 15 years. Whereas everybody with merch, it's only been around since 2015. So there's less tools that are specifically designed for merch and more that are specifically designed for Amazon as a whole. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting, though, because as time goes on, new tools will release. Um, mm -hmm. Neil has done a fantastic job on Bookful, yeah. you know, growing it. It always it always kind of mind boggling to me how many things they can roll out so quickly uh, yeah. because Amazon's constantly changing. I used to have a, um, you know, I used to have an extension that was out there for tracking like Amazon results. Like, so you could type in a word and it would tell you how many merch shirts it would, you know, there were with that keyword, that phrase, whatever, it just pop up a number, very simple. And then I look at um, things now and it's like, I couldn't even run that extension and I stopped updating it because at the time Amazon was changing how those links worked like every few days. So every few days I was having to go in and rewrite a few of the lines of the extension to keep updating from Amazon properly. Otherwise it would just tell you, oh, zero results are coming back. And it just, it became annoying and a lot to work with. And that's on something simple. So I couldn't imagine on a software that's, you know, tracking stuff like, you know, Helium, BookBolt, Jungle Scout, all of those tools. I would hate to see how many developers they have to keep on. I know. Paid, uh, duty. Yeah. It's so much changing all the time. So. <clears throat> but no, it's fun. Ashley, I can see you're kind of hammering us here tonight. Um, I don't <laughs> Ashley, mean to be rude. YouTube video you don't have to watch. I'm uh, sorry if we're disappointing you. I don't mean to be rude, but is there more money in being a KDP guru than actually doing KDP yourself? Um, if I was a smart internet marketer, probably. Okay. If I was smart, I definitely am not. We only have 3000 people for this uh, YouTube channel. Probably so yeah, Ashley, not. if now, you think I'm some kind of big guru, you could just look at the numbers. I have a Facebook group with 12,000 people and a YouTube channel with 3000. So that is not guru level. 
yeah so like when you start looking through it's like if i actually like did things i think i should probably do as a influencer or as a guru i probably would make more from selling whatever it might be but uh i i don't do the best of job always you know making sure i'm yeah. blogging making sure you know i'm updating this or updating that it's just it's more of a for me and you'll probably if you go back through like my facebook group in particular you'll see on there like i only post when i want to i only post when yeah. there's something i think there's worth sharing now there's a lot of people out there that do this and they make a way more money than i do um i'm not afraid to admit i that haven't either. even made a course or anything <laughs> So and, I don't know why Ashley's hammering me. But <laughs> I um yeah. You anyway. my group. It's basically a this post is why it's like you, a lot of people don't want to have a Facebook group or YouTube channel. You definitely get a lot of um criticism and it's a lot of work and you don't get paid anything. I mean, this is a free <laughs> YouTube thing and a free Facebook group. Yeah, so, like anyway. I've had I've had my YouTube channel for a couple years now, and I think I have like 20 videos on it maybe i mean i have like 1500 subscribers which okay cool but it's not even like um you know it's not even monetized like i can't even monetize my channel yet i have the <laughs> subscriber threshold i believe it used to be only a thousand i don't know what it is now but i don't even have the minutes watched you need four thousand hours last i checked of watch time um and I don't even reach that. So, I mean, if I took YouTube more serious or, you know, my Facebook group and all yeah. of those things a little bit more serious, I probably would make more from doing this, but I do it because I enjoy it and it's fun. There's a lot of free I, I content out there. Like learning for me, like I, I feel like every time I talk to someone, I learn something. So, um, thank you, Jacob. I learned from you because I always forget to have that, um, extension set up for the, the helium 10. So um, that's my fault. Like I'll do research, but then I will uh, not necessarily look at how it's done all year. Like I'll just be looking at the BSR. So that's a good reminder to myself. Like I need to set up that extension and make sure I'm using it more. Yeah, I mean, it's free. It's literally exactly. free to use. Um, <laughs> apologize my ignorance. There is no ignorance. The only time there's ignorance is when you don't ask a question. Um, yeah. Are there tiers in KDP? No, there are no tiers in KDP. You can sign up log in apply your bank account um you know bank account information and go on your way you know you don't have to you know wait to be approved there's no tears like you could technically open an account tonight and have a few books live you know sure you're gonna they're not gonna probably be the best books but you could learn how to upload and have a book live or actually in review tonight and review times have been killer lately on kdp they've been horrible sitting for you know two weeks in review a week two weeks in review um they say 48 hours 72 hours whatever it might be but it has not been that way lately um what else yeah no tears that's a good thing um with if anyone is stuck on merch like if you're stuck at a certain tier level kdp's great red bubble's great like there's so many other options etsy um it's it's amazing like how much merch has grown in the last few years like it's not just merch by amazon there's so much else there's like <clears throat> yeah ashley it's doing good you know it's better thank you for saying that you've been kind of pounding us here i know ashley's <laughs> pounding us and then like thanks for sharing your mental health struggle yeah no it's good it's uh it's a struggle at times you know especially like uh 
I don't do YouTube as much because of the criticism. Like, I'm not going to lie. That's why I stay back. That's why I think it's YouTube. so funny that nobody's really been criticizing. And then they pick when you're on to like pound us. And I'm like, oh my God. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really why matter. Like do that? we'll log off here and I'll forget about it. Like if Ashley messages me on Facebook with a question, I'm going to answer it. I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, you, you were, you know, being hard on. No, it's, it's fine. I put myself in this situation to answer questions. So I'm going to answer yeah. questions. Um, but no, it's but, good. Yeah, it's, you, but that's why good. I stay away from YouTube so much. And it's like, I just don't want to deal. Like it's, it's you, a lot of, a lot of attack and a lot of like you a lot of like people expecting that we owe them something like we have to show this we have to do this it's like this is your choice to be watching this video you could watch someone else if you um want to so we don't owe anything this is a free youtube channel so it's totally up to you if you want to watch or not but but i don't owe you anything and and neither does jacob so we we are kindly answering questions does having a QDP account help you get a merch account? No, not really. Um, not at least from anything I've ever heard. There's no connection. It's not like the merch and KDP people work in the same office building and, you know, someone applies for a merch account and someone yells over, Hey Dave, uh, do they have a KDP account? And he's like, yeah, go ahead and approve. No, I mean, it doesn't work like that. Um, nothing I have ever seen says like, Oh, if you have one or the other, um, it's very, very random on, still to this day on who gets approved for merch for example my nephew back here uh he applied and he got approved like very quick within the week and then i know other people he has no design experience you know he didn't have a portfolio none of that and then there's people that i know have you know amazing work they're true artists and they can't they can't get into merch yeah, it's, I wish uh, people ask me all the time, like, how do you get in? I'm like, I wish I worked there and could tell you, like, I, it feels random to me. I mean, there, there's some people that get in that have zero experience at all. And there's some that don't get in. I'm not really sure, but, um, but that's what's so nice about having KDP because it's still Amazon. So you still have that, um, all the customers, all the traffic that, that merch has, KDP has too, and regular Amazon. So you could attach, um, uh, oh my gosh, I can't think right now. I'm thinking about too many different things at once. You can attach Printify or any of those um, suppliers to Amazon Seller Central and just sell t-shirts that way. So there's yes. there's a lot of different options. There's so many different ways. I was just talking earlier with someone like, I'm just going to start writing articles on ideas I have for people to start making money because I can't execute I on know. all of them. <laughs> you know, there's just, yeah. there's so many different ways out there. And sure, you know, you might try it for a week and be like, oh, I didn't make anything. I'm done with this. Well, nothing happens overnight. Okay. I mean, sure, you might be able to get lucky and something might blow up. And, but you, you know, you, you have to do something to grow a following or a brand, whether it be a Shopify store, maybe it's print on demand Shopify or drop shipping or an Etsy store. You know, it takes time. It takes time for your products to rank. It takes time to get sales. It takes time to, you know, learn how, if you have a Shopify store, learn how your email marketing works and how to build out your email list and having email sequences and, you know, running Facebook ads. If you know, that's something you want to do. It's just, there's a lot of things that you can make a lot of money from if you, you know, if you just put time into it and actually, you know, give it a chance. Don't give up on it in a week. Um, yep, absolutely. Takes time. I, I, 
I love like seeing everybody's progression over time because there were so many people that like almost gave up or did give up for a little while. And then now they're, you know, whatever, tier 100K doing all kinds of stuff. So, um, the, and the other thing is you can come and go when you want to. So some people just do Merchant KDP right around Q4 and then they don't do it the rest of the year. <laughs> so it's, it's completely customizable, whatever you want to do. Hey, Michael, how are you? But yeah, I mean, it's, He's listening. I like how Michael's saying, I'm listening quietly over here. Thanks, Michael. And um, thank you was, so much, guys. If anybody didn't see the Christmas show or the Christmas party we did a couple of weeks ago, Michael came on the show and he was dressed as Santa Claus. It was amazing. So you guys have to watch that if you missed it. I thought it. that was hilarious. I was so happy he did it. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Ashley, then just go ahead and stop. There's no, um, there's nothing I can say to, if you don't want to do merch or KDP, you don't have to, nobody's telling you to do it. So. Um, I mean, yeah, there's, there's going to be things out there that make <laughs> you a lot more money easier. than merch and KDP. Yeah. There's going to be things out there that make a lot less. Um, you know, I have yeah. a student that is a seven figure KDP seller, you know, and they yeah. came to me for advice and it's like, well, I'm not a seven figure seller. I'm, you know, by no means yeah. am I even close to a seven figure seller. And All you have to do is look on Amazon and look at the sales for yourself. Obviously things sell on Amazon. You can look yeah, I mean, at his uh, money is well known. He, he made like, what did he make? Like 170 billion this year or something like that. So yes, products sell on Amazon. So I don't, we don't have to convince you <laughs> that the products sell on Amazon. It's your choice if you want to do this or not. It has nothing to do with me individually or Jacob individually. Um, yes, Merch is successful and KDP is successful. Amazon is a very successful company. <clears throat> so, um, Joanne, Joanne. Um, so. <clears throat> Anything else tonight? I think um, I think we've covered it all. I can't see YouTube comments. I can't see Facebook comments. I have three monitors open here. Uh, I thought Streamyard threw them all into one. I thought I thought oh, I've always thought Streamyard put all of the comments. For um, me, I see there. it all as one. Um, so. so you know, it's but hey, I've. I think I've covered everything I wanted to tonight. We've talked puzzle books, coloring books, activity books. You know, we found the, you know, the, you. I haven't really talked to you in, in I feels like forever. So it's nice to catch up. Um, so, you know, the sloth dot to dot book we found, there's only one other book there wide open. So I'll be curious, you know, I don't know how many people are watching right now because I don't know how StreamYard works from this side I of things. I think it's only 25, but I think that's because it's, the uh, December 28th for anybody who's watching in the future. So I think most people are still on vacation oh, or enjoying the holidays. To see how, um, if there are any new sloth dot to dot books on um, Amazon in like the next couple of days or in like the next couple of weeks, see yeah, if anyone does awesome. take advantage of that. I mean, I'm not going to. Um, I mean, I might, but I doubt it. I might throw one up there just to kind of see. But overall, um, you know, we'll see what happens. And uh, that was a niche that we found. That was just kind of the path I took of, you know, find a popular animal, find, you know, a niche that it's doing well in and see if you can find any um, other niches or categories of books that you can combine that animal with, or maybe it's a career. I mean, there's just so many different things that you can do. 
All right. Well, I really appreciate it. And um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Any last uh, things? You got anything exciting coming up for New Year's or anything else? It's such a weird year. It's like we're not really going anywhere or doing anything probably. Nope. I think I think that is it. Oh, I see Mario and Lance. Awesome. Thank you guys for being here. Mario is always so nice. He he did FBA too. He was uh, somebody new back from FBA days. So I don't miss packing all the boxes. I was every every Q4. I get so excited that I don't have to pack boxes. <laughs> Thank um, you, Lance. Thank you. Uh, best show ever. Happy happy for that, Brad. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much for everyone watching. Thank you for having me on, Helen. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Jacob. Have a wonderful new year. And we'll see you next time. All righty. Bye, everybody.